Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Disruption Works Chit Chat with Sean and Steve. Steve, how are you getting on? Yeah, good. Very hot. No, <laughs> no, still sorry. Hot. Well, I'm putting a weather ban on this podcast. We're not talking about it. So, did you get a sound of you feeling? It's got nothing to do with the weather. Oh, that's crazy. I'm not. It's just <laughs> melting over there. Send that rain up. Send that yeah. rain this way. I'm ready for it. I'm going to chuck the dogs out in the rain. <laughs> okay. Right. Let's jump straight into it. Uh, so, essentially, for those that uh, don't know, and this isn't a sales pitch. Disruption works. We are <laughs> we are essentially agnostic when it comes to chatbot platforms. And um, a lot of the work that we've been picking up lately, as a matter of fact, is to do with building bots in Microsoft Bot Framework, simply because large businesses want something big and clever out of the box. Now, Steve, my question to you is, because this is an ever-evolving space. And, uh, you know, Microsoft are at the forefront of that. Tell us what is new in the world of Microsoft Bot Frameworks um, that's happened in the last few months? Well, um, last year, uh, Microsoft announced their virtual power agents, which is one of the biggest moves that they've made in this in this area. And that's kind of their, um, their, their friendly UI into the um, into making a, a chatbot. I've been used to quite a few other vendors, small vendors doing uh, nice UIs, easy to use kind of interfaces uh, to make a chatbot through. Um, but Microsoft's have always been very um, unuser friendly. You know, <laughs> they weren't very they, they weren't very intuitive. They were led more about uh, developer uh, level access only. Um, and uh, which was very clever, very strong, but it was just uh, a little bit um, too technical for most people to get started on. Um, so the big deal now is that we've got um, these uh, virtual power agents, VPAs, uh, that are um, really clever and integrated now parts of the, the whole Microsoft estate. So, you know, uh, if you're looking to start a chatbot off, um, you can start very quickly and easily in there, uh, but also you can be very sophisticated uh, deep down as well. So it provides you a good top level interface to very technical solutions as well. So does the so does this move still mean that you need developer level skills to kick things off, but the BAU side of things like the chatbot optimization can be done at a sort of no code level. What's the what's the thinking behind the move other than maybe broadening their horizons in terms of market share? Well, um, uh, yes, they it, it is a big deal as far as um, having kind of collaboration across teams. So one of the pushes that Microsoft are particularly talking about is fusion development. So that means that you have uh, internal people in your business that are experts in their content and they are they, they're the information architects, if you like, uh, that can edit um, conversations, they can formulate conversations. And then you have the developer side um, who need to do the integration work, the automation levels of the uh, of the whole process. So 
they'll deal with the self-service side they'll integrate into your systems and services because it as it's Microsoft, it's totally open to integrate into anything you want it to be. Um, it just needs a little bit of expertise to do that. But if you're trying to do a friendly interface for your customer, whether they're internal or external, then you have this nice UI now that's really intuitive, really informative, and it gives you a, a, a nice way into Giving that, like you said, business as usual editing that you might do as you go along going, oh, I prefer the phrasing of this or I want to uh, target that. I want to add a new topic to this conversation. Those types of things can all be done, but still having all that expertise underneath. OK, good stuff. And I guess in terms of the scale or size of business that might look at it, I mean, people might be listening to this and be a smaller business and think, oh, great. I'm going to just open up Microsoft and build a chatbot. Is it yeah. still is, is that is that a thing? Well, look, the 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 enterprise for the VPAs is um, is a little bit pricey still at the moment. Uh, whether yeah. they're going to bring that down or not, I don't know. Um, Microsoft have always traded usually as um, as uh, keep it cheap first, and then you know as people start using it, they they put prices up for added values and stuff like that. Uh, but they seem to be charging a reasonable amount for this at the moment. And that their, their prices keep changing, actually. So it's it's difficult to predict what it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> you know, really, really hard. And we've got people asking us, oh, how's it going to be? And I was just going, well, I, you know, I'm finding out because of the, the, the fluctuations. But I would say that uh, an SME for this or a small business probably isn't the right fit. Um, but if you are serious about automating um, your processes and you are really going to go for this integrated chatbot being part of your business and a proper agent in your business, yeah, then that this is a really good space because of the integration through automated flows into robotic process automation, all the pieces that Microsoft have been doing a lot of work in, they're now there. They're now in there uh, for you to to start uh, taking advantage of. And how smart are these bots? Are they leaning on the cognitive services that Microsoft offer? Yeah, very much so. So a lot of that's built in um, and you can add other cognitive services in because you could just call on them. Uh, so uh, things like the big knowledge base stuff. We used to have things called Q&A bots. Um, they're now going to be um, uh, depreciated and um, or deprecated in, I think it's uh, October of this year. Right. So they've moved the whole thing to something called question answering as a, as a more of a service rather than a product. And uh, that's a much nicer interface. It's a much bigger solution in its own right with much more flexibility, but actually reasonably easy to pull into your um, power agent. So then you you're, you're actually using it within the same chat, but it's going off and getting the um, knowledge base information and the two are very much interlinked. And that is seen question answering is seen as a whole cognitive service in its own right. OK, and for anyone, I guess, new listening to this and thinking about Microsoft bot frameworks and chatbots, where can these Microsoft bots be deployed? Well, uh, you really are deploying them into Microsoft themselves. So it's uh, it's an Azure service. So you're always going to be pulling Azure at some point. Uh, so all on cloud. 
but they can be deployed within your own tenants, of course. So if you are already using Microsoft as a, you know, all you're all Microsoft Office 365 or, you know, that's very much where you store everything, SharePoint, all the rest of that. You know, if that's in your business, then this is a good logical choice for that, for the simple reason that you've then got a lot of ownership with this, um, as well as uh, security, data protection. You're not reliant on a third party um, proprietary piece of software to be secure, to be compliant, to have all the, the ticks that you need for your data protection audits and things like that. So this is already inside Microsoft. It's already inside your tenant. It's it's bomb proof stuff, you know, so it's really, really good from that perspective. So you're very data and security sensitive. This is a very good space for it. And where can your customers go to either internal, external, go to speak to these chatbots? Uh, well, pretty much anywhere, you know, so any of the channels that you'd commonly find a chatbot in this, the, you know, these can be deployed. So websites, obviously an obvious one. Um, currently working with people that are doing them in SharePoint sites is it for internal audiences, but also external. It doesn't really matter. Um, they can be deployed inside teams themselves, so it can right. be a chatbot within teams. So if you've got a massive internal audience that just wants to talk to the bot, they can talk to it within Teams as you do chat to each other in Teams, you know, which is and great. Does that then provide a seamless handover to a, a human within Teams if you were to do that live chat? Yeah, that's right. So the live chat handover is uh, is within Teams as well. Uh, so, again, it's it's an environment that everybody's using. So, you know, you again, you can you can hand over within that uh, environment and chat to the person on, in there as well. You know, so can so we think of a quick example? Can we? Sorry, can we think of a quick example for that? So if, maybe if I've got an IT issue, is that a use case? Yeah. Um, so what we're doing at the moment is integrating into also third-party um, applications, but part of the framework also has the option to do um, IT ticket support as well. And again. Uh, doing that inside inside teams so what somebody would have an ask, ask an expert type um, handover and they'd go I, you know I've tried to we've got all the content about your you know laptop or whatever it may be and you can't get it resolved so then you have to escalate it and then that handover is is handled within the the virtual power agent and then it goes out to wherever you want it to go so it can be a third party if you've already got that in or it could equally be into teams you know and it just raises a ticket and that ticket is then managed and handed and and picked up by somebody you know, so it's it's then handed to that person and they take control of it. And you mentioned earlier in the chat about um, about process automation. Just can yeah. you just tell us what what that is and what that means for, for this? Well, I think this is probably one of the most powerful areas um, uh, that that's the, the, the biggest advantage of doing the um, uh, the virtual power agents is that they're they're part of the power automate family. And Power Automate is um, Microsoft's uh, RPA platform. So that's their robotic process automation platform. So if anybody's familiar with UiPath or um, uh, Automation automation Anywhere, uh, those platforms are in competition with Power Automate, which is Microsoft's version. So that means that you can set up what's called a flow, uh, which is basically a process. And those flows inside there can be anything. 
so they can be pass information from A to B. They can be raise a, uh, a task over here in our third party CRM service. Whatever the process is, it can be done both ways in and out. And it means you can have a full self-service journey within Microsoft with whatever platforms you've already got. And, you, and you're away, you know, it it and it's easy because it's very user um, orientated, uh, especially for smaller men's the design and build. You might need somebody that's a bit more technical in this area to do it. But actually, you know, it's all user interface stuff. So it gives you if you've got a bit of expertise in the business and you've got a little bit, you want to take some ownership or autonomy, then you've got this kind of seamless journey through the lot. And it does. It isn't that difficult to do. OK, good stuff. Now, you spoke a lot there about uh, chat and text. Is there, a, is there a voice elements to this or not? Yeah, there is. Um, they're, they're starting to bring their voice stuff into play. Um, Microsoft is trying to push voice pretty hard at the moment. Um, I feel they've still got a little bit, bit to go. Um, they're not quite on it yet. Uh, some of their um, uh, voice analysis is not quite there. Uh, so. Uh, they, they, it's early days on that. Although they have uh, been pushing it hard, I, d I don't think they're ready quite yet. Not as we stand today uh, to to do a proper voice integration that's uh, that we would consider a good quality one. You know, yeah. uh, we, it, it's you're in a little bit of a grey area there at the moment. I would say this is pretty much text at the sack, and then um, uh, then from there on in, it'll it'll grow to be voice at some point. And who, who do you think is leading the way in terms of voice? Well, the NLU has got to be de uh, Google. They're, they're by far the best um, for uh, voice understanding. Um, so that natural language understanding elements from Google is, um, is amazing. You know, they're really, really powerful. It, they have much more data than anybody else, including the Amazons of this world. You know, it's just that much bigger. All the phones, everything that you do on your on your Androids, you know, Google is is kind of mining that data uh, to to make sure they understand what people are saying. You know, and and I guess that's why we harness the power of Google when delivering our own voice bot technology. Yeah, that's why that whole platform is is um, leveraging the NLU from Google. It's because it's just the most mature. You know, we don't have to. We can be agnostic in that, but it, it, at, at the moment, Google provides the best results. So you know, you want to have the best out, outcome of all. You know. <laughs> Why would yeah. you do anything else? Exactly. And, and as we take a best of breeds approach, that is uh, that's the front runner, isn't it? So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, the, there's lots of, the, you know, as far as the, the virtual power agents is this from Microsoft and um, and they are, you know, they're one of the big three in this area. As far as I can see, you know, uh, you've got IBM in the wings, you know, you seem to forget about IBM somehow. We they don't have the same peer. <laughs> but their, their solution is pretty good. You know, it's pretty powerful. Um, the Google's obviously got its own one, um, a couple of uh, options. They've got a nice, easy entry one as well, um, and then a more technical one. Uh, when you get a little bit more involved, they're all about the same price points. Uh, so from a uh, just a, an operational perspective, all those big players are about the you know the same kind of operational price point. Uh, so when you're talking about big conversation numbers, you know you're talking about significant numbers. But the way to I think justify and and look at the ROIs on these is is really to to go well okay, 
if I've got um, 40,000 requests coming in a month for X um, or, uh, you know, across a range of subjects, how many people would I have to to, to, ha to have in the business to deal with those inquiries? And the the joy of the big platforms is that actually if you invest and get it right, that agent is a, is a fully fledged agent. So it can do the whole process. You know, there shouldn't be anything that 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 agent can't do for a logical process that, you know, that doesn't need some sort of human intuition. And even so, there's always going to be the option of, of warm transferring over to a to a human. And that's not a problem. Uh, but, you know, if you're talking about 40,000 uh, uh, processes or 40,000 sessions uh, that are going to have to be dealt with, that's a lot of sessions i mean how many people would that take you know you can't have like two people looking after 40 sessions <laughs> you know 40,000 sessions that's just ridiculous you know so it's going to be a team so then offsetting that price is easy because you just then it just blows them out of the water you know you, you just can't for the price of say three people you're getting a, a, an agent that does that where you would probably need 10 to 15 people well i was gonna say yeah if, if you're going to try and cover the 24-7 experience that the bot offers, you're um, going to need a Well, need a not even that. You know, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking even just in hours. It, you know, it and it doesn't matter. You just can't, you just can't get the, you can't get the human agents anymore anyway, because it's hard to recruit, you know. So it, it's a tough old world out there. So this is why this is such an important move by Microsoft to have something that's really sophisticated, really integrated into your business and can be a properly full self-service uh, agent. You know, really, really powerful stuff connected to everything. Steve, do you think if people could have predicted the future, they could have predicted COVID, they could have predicted this uh, struggle, let's say, to recruit staff, you know, the the problems that people are having at the moment to get the number of people in the business that they need to operate. Do you think that they would already have done this chatbot idea years ago? Would they have, would they have took the jump? Uh, I think they may have done it, um, except for the technology wasn't quite there. So I think the problem the, the problem that we've had uh, historically through this whole area, you know, uh, you, we're taking voice back now, um, kind of a couple of decades and people really wanted it to work and really wanted to invest in it. And some people put a lot of money in, but it was too early. The technology wasn't there. Uh, but now the technology is. And I think if we probably do predict um, how uh, kind of, a staff and uh, human resources has gone. We have to acknowledge the fact that this has always been the case. Is the fact that as a, a developing country, we always have the problem of dealing with the staff that are that the, the jobs that people don't want. Contact centre, particularly, is just one of those jobs that people don't want, and they don't want to be on the phones. They don't want to be on this kind of contact end where they have to deal with customers. Really, you know right face to face or you know have the they wouldn't want to be this first point of contact they want to be the solution not take the kind of the aggro front end if you like you know it's just it becomes a very stressful environment people don't want to do it anymore i i think this is a, a social thing as well because typically if you like 
school college leavers you know yeah. they would they would populate the contact centers the problem is that messaging platforms are so huge that uh, quite often people just don't ring people like they used to it's all done over text and messaging there's a bit of uh, yeah. you know there's a bit of that going on so the chatbot plays into that space but also the, the idea of the contact center and using voice as a, as a communication channel people are a bit like oh, well i don't even ring my friends anymore so yeah well that's going to be that. that's going to be the move i think you know long term that's very much going to be the space uh because there's this new generation coming out you know my someone niece last night and uh, you know she's just on the phone all the time and she just is because that's how she's communicating with her mates you know the thumbs going 10 to the dozen and um you know just typing 40 words a minute probably you know it's banging out um yeah. but it's because that no there's no conversations going on there's no calls going on it's all text you know it's very very little actual voice communication unless they're face to face so yeah sitting in sitting in a contact center is almost an uncomfortable experience very much so very much so because they don't have it I, I think it's a good life skill and it's a thing that that, that should happen with um, with the, the old generation but that's a completely different story whether you can get them there or not is another matter you know yeah. uh, th that that's the point but we you know i think we're always against those things they want bigger and better they want more stuff they want different they want different um aspirations for themselves so most will try and hit above that kind of uh, I don't want to do that job. I want to jump straight to the middle management job, you know, yeah, something yeah. I want to get to that level straight away. And that's where we are. That's where you okay. can't go. So let's say that me and you run Sean and Steve's Lobster Shack. That one again. Just, that one again. Yeah. We really need to open this up, you know. <clears throat> we decided we need a Microsoft uh, bot to help with us and integrate into our booking system and our order management and all oh, this funky stuff that we've got going on in our <laughs> innovative lobster shack. Realistically, where do people start from day one? Do, do they really just have to plot down what what their intentions are, what what the, the requirements are for jumping into this? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, the thing is with the the lobster shack and the example. It's very is that, brand. Have you is it okay? Okay. Are we online only? <laughs> so it's no shack actually. No, there's, there's no there's no staff though. So you order at the table on a tablet. The, the, there's a a, a a wheelie bot that comes out with your food order on a tray. A wheelie bot. That's so fine. Yeah. We need to patent that a wheelie bot. <laughs> <laughs> you know those little uh it'll be like uh, all right it's, it's, it's a drone it's a drone that we and if it spills the gravy or whatever on people that's you know that's on there part of the experience <laughs> that's part of the experience yeah complaints you know are not accepted okay. anyway all right well yes i i would say you need to plan that a lot um but <laughs> But look, I suppose the thing is, if it, if you're doing something digital, yeah, of course you've got to plan it out. And and this, uh, the agents have to be part of this major plan, you know, and you've got to consider them as a as a member of staff. That's the only way. The only way. Uh, and, and and if you really are going to go to town with it, then automating through that process is is going to take a lot of pain, even early, because it'll hone in what your processes are as well so that the plan becomes a a real plan of this process goes here rather than doing a lot of ad hoc stuff to start off with so very much so you know and it, I, I assume it's always a phased rollout with this stuff you don't start at the end 
No, it just gets far along as you can, you know, from your first go. But you've got to get something out in live. I mean, the thing is with chat and voice and all that type of stuff is that we always find out that there's something we've missed because you can't predict every bit of conversation. And what happens is the missed stuff is really important because that informs your next steps. You know, so one thing that I hadn't mentioned really about the virtual power agents is that their analytics are amazing. You know, they've got built in CSAT scores, uh, CSAT scores, um, you know, customer satisfaction scores and, um, you know, resolution tracking built in. Uh, they've got all the information you want about handled and unhandled um, requests. So then you can build a business case to go, we're having loads of people asking us for this and we haven't got the content for it or we haven't got a process for it. They want to actually self-service. Why aren't we automating it? They're happy to do it. So why don't we do it? You know, and all of a sudden you've just saved yourself, you know, a ton of money by not having to get somebody to do that, you know, uh, which is madness because most people are unhappy doing it. All the automations that we've done most, well, or in fact, without fail, every single person that we've engaged, including the members of staff in the business, are so happy that they don't have to do the mundane process that they've been doing for weeks and months because it just drives them insane. And they because everybody's under pressure and everybody's got too many jobs to do and it's taken all those jobs away. Yeah. You know, Surely no difference. one really wants to sit there doing something repetitive and boring. No, no, nobody does. Nobody wants to do it. And then, of course, that's then staff retention, even if you're not saving that particular body. But you can scale without having to get somebody else sat in the same seat as well. You know, so you don't need another four people in there just doing this thing, you know, unhappily. Just, yeah, you give them something of, of higher value to. Yeah, it's probably more interesting. They'll they'll do it and they'll be much more productive. The whole thing works. You know, it's just yeah. it's, it's the right way to go. Good stuff. All right, let's call it there. As ever, I uh, hope you enjoyed that one. And if there's anything that you'd like us to discuss, please drop us a note. We'd be more than happy to have a look at it. See yeah. if it's uh, if any it, ideas it's about the lobster shack would be interesting. You know, uh, wheelie bots. We've been obviously talking about. But, wheelie bots. You know, the, the sky's the limit with it. I think. You know, providing it's lobster orientated. Food, food is a very popular business choice these days because you know, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So, so lobsters ahoy. Oh, that's another name for it. Lobsters no, Ahoy. It's, no? It's the Lobster no? Shack. Ah, oh, God. Well, we'll argue lobster about that shack, offline. Table but, ordering, weedy bots. You know, there's no more wait and try and catch the eye of the waiter. You press the button on the, the, the table and your wheelie bot comes over, you know, gets your drinks. Is that right? Or yeah. pops out the table. It's, it's all underground. Everything's been no, delivered from underground. No, you get, you're getting silly now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, God. thanks everyone catch you all yeah. next one cheers, cheers bye bye Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.